Hello and welcome to Resident Student Ministries Sunday Stream. I hope everyone had a good week and I'm so glad you're with us today. Welcome back. I hope uh, hope your Sunday is going to be fantastic. Today I'm coming from you, coming to you from the front yard. Uh, we're grilling some brats here today, but uh, just getting our, our uh, Sunday stream kicked off a little differently this week. Uh, just a recap, a couple things you should know about the Sunday stream. Every 9.30 Sunday morning, this goes live on YouTube. It can also be viewed on the Resonate Community Church's student ministry webpage. Also, uh, if that's not your thing and you are a podcaster, you know, it's, it's interesting. The podcasting is getting a little more popular for, even for the Sunday stream. So you can download this off any uh, iPad or iPad <laughs> podcast platform you, you're used to. Just uh, search up RCC uh, Sunday Stream and you can find it there. And of course, if you are watching live on YouTube this morning, uh, feel free to use the interactive comments at any time. It's good to weigh in and stay connected that way. So lots of stuff going on in the ministry. With that, I'm going to turn it over to Carissa and she has some important announcements for us. Take it away, Carissa. Good morning, RCC students, and welcome back to the Sunday stream. Uh, first of all, we just wanted to thank you for joining us this last week for the lake party. It sounded like it was a great time, so we're so glad you were able to come and join us. Uh, a couple more events happening this summer on Wednesday, July 29th, our incoming 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, we are going to be having a middle school party for you. This is going to be starting at 6.30 and hosted at the Kaplas, so we are hoping that you can join us for that. And then Saturday, August 1st, we are going to be doing the Dollar Car Wash. So please come sign up for this event. It's really fun. There's lots of different things to do. Wash cars, greet people, pray for people, holding up signs. It's a really fun um, fun event to be a part of. So we hope you can join us for that. And then the following day, Sunday, August 2nd, is going to be our baptism and outdoor service. So if you are still thinking that you'd want to be baptized or have questions about it, um, please connect with myself or Mike, Pastor Curtis. We would love to be able to share um, what that is and why we do that and why that's part of our faith. So um, have a great rest of your day. I'm so glad you could join us. Oh, you're back. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, uh, thank you, Carissa. Lots, like we said, lots of exciting things going on in our, in our ministry right now. So much, so much to be thankful for. So let me get us started with a little prayer here this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this morning. Thank you for this opportunity to get together and uh, have some time to connect and learn about your will and your word. Please uh, guide us in the way we need to be guided this morning and let us walk away with something for each of us that will help us live more closely to you. In your son's name we pray, amen. Considering her as a just candidate. Don't just him. don't trust She's a woman. She's a woman. This is a man's job. clearly not educated. Really not she educated. can speak English. That's not me. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. You call it an honest mistake. Science calls it a blind spot. Our unconscious mind is a mysterious and powerful thing. It makes 90% of our decisions without us even knowing it. Our brains are overloaded with 11 million pieces of information every second. Yet we can only process about 40 of them. So we're wired to make cognitive shortcuts, using past experiences to make assumptions. And you know what happens when we assume. Our unconscious mind can put us on autopilot, determining where we sit, who we eat lunch with, who we turn to for advice, and who we choose to offer a helping hand. Living our lives with blind spots can put us in a tunnel 
same point of view, same decisions, same outcomes. We can find ourselves trapped in the land of snap judgments and misconceptions. We've all been on both the giving and receiving end of blind spots. Think about it. Who's talented? Who's able? Who can I trust? Who belongs? We've all been there. Blind spots are part of the human condition. Our choices have consequences for us and the people we interact with. By accepting that blind spots exist, we can stop. Imagine what possibilities exist if we could do it all over again. Different perspectives, inclusive relationships, diverse networks, better outcomes, seeing people for who they really are. People like you with unlimited potential. We all have blind spots. Once you accept that you have them, you can choose to do something about it. It's time to check your blind spots and focus on what's possible. Well, hello everybody, it's Mike again here. So for today's lesson, what we're actually going to do today is I'm gonna be sharing a glimpse of something else that I do at our church uh, here at Resonate uh, for our uh, anybody who attends our church. And recently, I don't know if you've noticed this, but a number of us staff members have been walking the congregation through the book of Mark. And it just so happened that when I, it was my turn again to share out uh, some thoughts on the book of Mark, and I'll get into that in just a minute, uh, it aligned really nicely to some of the things that we've been talking about here on the Sunday stream. So for today, I'm, go, I'm going to show you my SOAP clip, and, so, and SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. It's a quick four-step process on how to study the Bible, and I walk through that in just a moment here. Uh, today, what we're going to talk about here in Mark chapter 14 is the power of assumptions. And we just saw a quick video on, on the power of assumptions and really how, in this case, the Sanhedrin makes some super, super quick assumptions about Jesus. And it's quite fascinating to see how he's treated. Hi, everybody. This is Mike Savins, Director of Student Ministry at Resonate Community Church, and I get the privilege today of walking us through uh, Mark chapter 14, chapter 14, which is uh, broken down into seven subparts. And uh, as we look at these seven subparts, I'll just quickly go through them. They're, they're, they're actually quite uh, familiar to many believers. Uh, these are sections that are covered. Jesus is anointed uh, at Bethany. The Last Supper is included in Mark, Mark 14, and then the events that are going to eventually lead, partially lead up to the crucifixion. Like I said, the Last Supper, the, protect, the prediction of Peter's denial, uh, the prayers at Gethsemane, Jesus being arrested, uh, Jesus going before the Sanhedrin, and Peter disowns Jesus. All uh, very, very riveting uh, verses, lots going on there, lots to unpack. And so in the SOAP method, we read scripture. So we take a look at uh, uh, Mark 14. We kind of just reviewed the sections there. And then an observation. And for me personally, what popped to me, I mean, so much pops to me in this, in this chapter. But for me, the section Jesus before the Sanhedrin really, really jumps out at me. And I'm scrolling to it right now. It, I, I really want to get into verses 63 through 65 
uh, they go like this. The context here, what's happening is uh, Jesus has been arrested and he's been brought before the Sanhedrin and they are interrogating him with questions. And then it reaches this point as there's question after question after question coming at Jesus. Finally, um, they've had enough. And it goes like this in 63. The high priest tore his clothes. Why do we need any more witnesses? He asked. You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? Then, excuse me, they all condemned him as worthy of death. Then, soon, then some began to spit at him. They blindfolded him. They struck him with their fists and said, prophecy. And the guards took him and beat him. Um, the reason that um, just jumps out at me personally is it's this whole idea, I'll paraphrase now, it's this whole idea of we don't want to hear it anymore. Even if it's true, we don't want to hear it anymore. And uh, I, I, I can't help but think that that plays out often, often in our lives today. Absolutely. So when we ask ourselves the question, when in our lives do we face the choice of turning out Jesus? Okay, we can think about that and we can come up with lots of different scenarios, but I don't think we need to look much further than, than current events, to be perfectly blunt with you. Uh, and the two major events that are happening in our world today, of course, is COVID-19 and uh, race relations in the United States. And when we look at these no matter where you land on these topics, no matter where you what you believe is true regarding COVID-19 or regarding race relations, no matter what you believe, there is a temptation as to where, uh, when you find that information to not go to the Bible first. Now, hopefully we do. Hopefully we go to the Bible first and we get our truth from the Bible. But I can tell you this personally, <laughs> uh, we, we can run the risk of not going to the Bible first and looking at information about COVID-19 or race relations from media, uh, whether it's CNN, Fox News, Associated Press, wherever you want to go, you can find information. But the question ultimately is when you're seeking that information, is it ultimately uh, not uh, grounded in biblical truth? And I know I've discussed this earlier in this, in this series. I've, I've shown up a few times in, in Mark and what, in this Mark study, I don't show up in Mark, <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be weird. No, but in the study of the book of Mark on Facebook here, um, when it comes to COVID-19 and it comes to race, race relations and, it come, and the turmoil that comes with this and the anxiety and the uncertainty, and I don't know what's left from right anymore, there is peace in knowing that God has conquered this already. <laughs> He's done. It, it, it's done in the kingdom. It's done in heaven. This has been overcome already. Now, it doesn't make it any easier to live in. There's no doubt about that. But when we ground ourselves in the truth that it has already been overcome, let there be peace. Let there be peace in that. So chapter 14, there's a lot here. There's a lot to unpack. For me, it was Jesus going before the Sanhedrin and just immediately my mind just goes to this whole idea of, 
man, how quick are we to tune him out just as the Sanhedrin did? In fact, they started blasting him with questions and then they were like, why are we even blasting him with questions? We already made up our minds. The man is guilty. I don't care what he has to say anymore. I don't care what new information he might provide. I don't care what, what people tell me that this information is true about Jesus. Our minds are made up and I don't want to hear it anymore. That's really interesting. Does it play out in our lives today? I, I, I think it does. I think it does. So with that, uh, let me close us in prayer here and wish, and wish you all a great day. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for sending your son. Thank you for the book of Mark and thank you for the way he modeled living here on earth. And Lord, now it's the Holy Spirit living in us. Jesus is alive and well in us through the Holy Spirit. And we just ask you to make that voice in us loud and clear so that we know that that is the truth that we should be leaning on. That is where we find our answers in the stresses of our life today. So we just ask you to to make that Holy Spirit voice so loud and clear that we know that it is you speaking. We ask you to bless the rest of our day. Amen. Well, friends, I hope to see you all very soon uh, as we continue to move through summer, but I wish you all the best and enjoy the rest of your day. All right, take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Well, that's a wrap for today's Sunday stream. I hope you found uh, today's edition to be uh, worth your time. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Thank you for taking time out of your Sunday to, to join us here. And if you're viewing this at any other time outside of Sunday, we're glad you stopped by. Thanks, thanks for doing that. Thank you to uh, Carissa for joining us today on the Sunday stream. And, uh, and of course, like I said, thank you students as well. But, uh, but guys, most of all, we want to thank our amazing Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for giving us these opportunities to connect each and every week and, and, and being an amazing difference in our lives. And uh, as usual, we're going to close it out today with a, with a closing prayer, and Carissa will lead us through that this, this, uh, this morning. Have a great week, everybody. Dear Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful that you can provide us with peace and understanding, even when it doesn't make sense in our own human nature. Um, I thank you that you have given us the ability to come to you as our Father and that you will continue to guide us in your understanding through Christ Jesus. I ask that throughout the rest of this week that we would continue to turn to you in times of confusion or maybe turmoil or frustration, that we would not forget that we can look to you and we can find everlasting peace. In Jesus' name, amen.